You feeling ready? I'm ready. All right, we're <laughs> going to start recording in three, two. Hey, everybody. I'm Naomi Sedani, and I'm the founder of Little Denty Pediatric Dentistry here in Darien, Connecticut. Come join me along for the ride and see how it unfolds. This is the making of Little Denty. Dude, how long ago was that wallpaper up? <laughs> I saw it for the first time one hour ago, but it was officially <laughs> put on like last night around like 9 p.m. It's <laughs> nice. I like what where did it come? What how? Why? Um, okay, so I wanted something like kind of funky and fun. Mm-hmm. Originally I wanted like abstract wallpaper. I personally don't love the idea of a theme. I know myself, I'm going to hate my theme in probably about a year. (laughs) So I wanted to just kind of find something that was like fun and funky. I actually found this amazing wallpaper through anthropology. And I bought two rolls based off of like the square footage that was like measured for me. Mm -hmm. And it turned out it was not enough. And when I went to go back to buy it, there was no more of that wallpaper. (laughs) Is that this one? No, no. no. Oh. So then I had to find something else. And I came across this company called Milton and King. They're kind of popular for their wallpaper, but it was hard to find like a kid one that was like fun and different and whales or animals or something like that. And then I found this. I'm from New York. So I have Godzilla, King Kong. Yeah, King. I think King Kong, Godzilla, like a yeah. chocolate thing. <laughs> it's super cool. Is it all around the whole Practice or I just wanted, like so my I'll just do a small tour so that's my barn door like over there mm-hmm. so when you walk in this is the wall and then the rest of it is like a window and then a blank wall over there I think at some point I'm going to probably put a frame or a picture but I, I don't want it to be too busy in here because like when that door is closed it can kind of feel claustrophobic yeah do you think but, like the kids are gonna like love this oh okay I see there's like tons of King Kongs okay oh yeah <laughs> I kind of thought it was like a mural, like, you know what I mean? Like a huge. Yeah, no, we had one patient this morning and he was like almost two and he was like already obsessed with this. And then we started taking like the light and we would just kind of make it seem like a police were looking for like that. (laughs) That's cool. And then here, I'll show you. I like it. I like Um, it. I had to figure out how to save that other anthro wallpaper. So I'm creating an infant room. So in one of the other rooms is this wallpaper like as well so this will be like the infant room for two and under eventually is there like a design i mean like a yeah this is the abstract one that i was originally oh, okay got you so oh, it was this is the original different. yeah this was the og but i'm very happy that it all happened the way it did yeah now, that one's cool yeah so it's cool i'm leaving this like kind of open so when people walk by there's like a pow pow pop of color <laughs> are all uh, any other of your ops gonna have that type of wallpaper or no this is like the main one, King Kong room, but this one is my second op, but right now it's just storage. So once I outfit this, I'll probably decide on a wallpaper then because it's going to change. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what I do in that one. But I kind of like the pink there, the abstract there. So maybe I'll shoot for like a blue color theme. But yeah, so nice. it's coming together. Dude, it looks nice. So those two wallpapers just got finished last night? Literally. <laughs> We were supposed to go in like I think end of this week, but then mm-hmm. um, the guy had a cancellation. And so I was like, yeah, come on in. We don't have any patients right now. And then we did one other thing also. I'm bringing you guys to my waiting room. We took kids' drawings for me and we made like a gallery wall. Kids' drawings? Yeah. So whenever they drew something for me or like wrote me a letter, I like framed it. So there's like this letter and it's like amazing. It's like, I really need it. 
And it's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry if I spell some words wrong and I hope you have a tropical day. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Tropical so day. It's fine. So if anyone draws for me, it will be like interchanged there. So we're getting like the artwork. We're getting things like slowly kind of going. And do you think eventually? Yeah. Do you think eventually that wall is going to be too busy or no? Um, I'm going to probably just interchange the pictures. I'm oh, not going to okay. try to make it. I'll add like a few frames, but. Dr. Sedani, you took my picture down. Oh, my gosh. I'll be like, no, it's in my office. It's my personal office. Show me. (laughs) I'll pull out a folder. (laughs) I know you'll pull out a folder. Just uh, here it is. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like that. That's really, really nice. Yeah. Actually, taking pictures of that that and putting it on your like social media instead of like a patient review, like, you know, how people would put it in quotations and stuff like that. That would be way like, you know what I mean? I think that will go like far. We posted it in our stories, like because I just did that wall like early last week, mm-hmm. I think. So um, I'm trying to post it now on stories now that I have this kind of took a little small video of it to kind of like show boom. Now when you come here, you're going to have this. So I'm like trying to create content and everything just around all these like little minute moments. But they're special for me. So hopefully special. Yeah. For the- no, it will be. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Awesome. So besides that, the wallpaper, what's been going on so far this week? Well, we actually, yesterday was kind of like a really great day for us. I don't know. So I don't know if you remember, we are doing a giveaway this week, like every day with one of the popular coffee shops here. We're choosing like five winners each day of the week to get some prizes locally from both the coffee shop as well as some other businesses as well as some dental stuff. So since like last week, we gained like 20 followers, which was like a small achievement for me. Yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> and then from there, we also got six new patients. Oh, really? Because of that? Because of the giveaway? Or? They said that they found us on Instagram. And then two of them were from that pediatric therapy group across the hallway. So just even like getting a couple patients alone, just from how much I spent, I think I only spent like 200 250 I think on all the giveaway prizes on my own end, I got some patients out of it. So I'm excited. And it's like nice to be able to collab with the other local businesses and get to know them more intimately. Yeah. So real quick, break it down to me. How did that work? Were there like, I saw you on Instagram because of the giveaway or? I just asked how they, well, Beatrice. (laughs) I feel like Beatrice doesn't even have a title. It's just Beatrice. (laughs) (laughs) Beatrice had just asked how they found us. So when I'm seeing them in person, if I see like Instagram or word of mouth or however they write it on the forms, I'm asking them, I'm like, oh, curious, like which post did you see of ours or stuff like that. So they're all being scheduled over the next like couple of weeks. So I'll probably have to ask at that point. Are you going to keep doing the giveaways or no? I think so. I think it's kind of like motivational. I just don't want to do like a week one because it's a little bit more complicated. But I think like one a month or once every six to eight weeks, I think is like a really good turnaround. So yeah, yeah I'm having like fun that. with it right now. And I feel like, say you do spend like $50 like on a prize. I think it's memorable enough for the community that they're like, oh, they're going to do another one, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to see how many, what the retention is and all that stuff as well. So I'll, I'll evaluate. That'd be nice. Okay, cool. Cool. So then other than that, what else? I finally finished, by the way, read your article for the daycare approach and everything. And it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you do yeah. it? Yeah. So literally also last night, I'm creating like a PDF, explains a little bit about Little Denti as well as like what I would be doing at daycares and preschools. I'm focusing on that age group right now about what the different variety of things that we would do is. Um, 
And so I've kind of created like that PDF presentation so I can attach it to like future emails. So today, after you and I talk, I'm planning on sending out those few emails with that PDF. Have you already talked to them on through the phone or no? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you did. I personally haven't. Um, it was one of Beatrice's tasks. So she had reached out to them. We had sent them some cupcakes as well as totes for the employees just to say, hello, we're in the neighborhood. So there's always been there's already been that communication a little bit. So we're going to see what kind of comes from it. But crossing fingers, I can even get into one. <laughs> how do you? Yeah, you will. How do you get? I'm like, yeah, yeah. How do you get a give Beatrice? Break it down to me. How does this testing work for her? So I think like on the days we're not seeing patients, um, I'm trying to figure out like how to utilize those days. I'm currently in the office three days a week. So there's two days that she's sort of on her own. She's obviously doing claims, insurance, and all that stuff, but I also want to fill it with local things that would just take away from my time on the days I'm here. So I asked her to find a list of daycares and preschools in my current town, Darien, as well as New Canaan and um, Norwalk. So I said, I want you to find five to six in each and create like a Google Doc along with the address and phone number. When she kind of created it, then I said, okay, great. Now I want you to contact these schools, write down who you spoke with about if we can come to them and drop something off or we would like to do a presentation. Is there someone that we can get, connect with or that Dr. Naomi can set up a chat with and then she'll schedule it for me. I want her initially to be the one who's like contacting them so they get used to her name and her voice. Hopefully as I get busier, she'll also be the one that's like going out there and doing things as well. Yeah. So like the ball never gets kind of, you know what I mean, dropped or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then do you eventually plan when she gets super busy to like to delegate that? Yeah. I mean, if she gets super busy, I'm hoping I have a third employee. So I think it's going to be a little bit. My plan is yes. I don't plan on her doing that forever, but just right yeah. now, we're at. Okay. I mean, I mean, if, if it's part of her task always, that's fine too. You know what I mean? Like it's up to you. Yeah. I think on the days off, it's hard right now with like insurance and claims because we're still kind of like navigating that space as I get more and more in network with things as well as like creating the right scripts for how do we communicate with patients, as well as what do we have to deal with, like the insurance companies following up on the claims and so on and so forth. But I think a task like this, I think it's a really simple 30 minute, like just you have one hour of this, just Mm -hmm. finish it off. And like on Casper, there's like a task list so I can kind of assign her it. And so far it's been working. She's really great at just like creating a Google Doc and getting it going. But yeah. yeah. Nice. Cool. Okay. So then. Real quick, let's dive into your first day slash week. Yeah, let's go uh, to week only because on my first day, I purposely didn't schedule patients. Yeah. <laughs> R- remind us again, what was the thought process behind that? Why didn't you schedule people on the first? Okay, a few things. Um, just like small history lesson, a little mm-hmm. dentist. We had a flood. <laughs> and so all basically the five weeks leading up to the office, like I wasn't able to use my space. I wasn't even sure we were going to be able to open. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just wasn't, I didn't have the time to like put anything. Like I wasn't ordering instruments. I wasn't ordering supplies because I physically couldn't be in the space while they were like getting things going. It wasn't until about like two and a half weeks before opening that I was able to actually get in here. And I had to wait for supplies. I had to wait for instruments and all of that sort of stuff. So there was just a lot of stress surrounding, do I even have the tools for something as simple as like a cleaning? Um, secondly, like Jean coming in, who is our consultant for the two days right before. So there was no way that I could store things. I could organize things. Me and Beatrice were trying to figure out like open dental, like how do we do X, Y, Z? There was just like a lot, a lot of busy work that 
we just got had to cram into a two week time period that having that one day of no patience was like really essential for us and gave us like a little bit of room to breathe. And then secondly, I think there was so much pressure around like, oh my God, it's your opening day. And for me personally, I was like, I didn't want to stress out. Me and Beatrice hadn't even gone through like a run through of like mm-hmm. how we're going to handle like a first patient. So it was just nice to kind of have that first day to cool, we're open. Let's create some content. Let's do this. But let's also do all of the like behind the scenes sort of work. And then when the next day came, when we had our first patient like ever, it was actually like so much more chill. And just to say, oh, yeah, we're open versus this is our first day. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't tell that patient this was your you're our first patient? Or? No, no. So then what's the, I guess, was it more the mindset or? Yeah. Because what, how would that have been different if you're like, all right, we're going to have a day where we're open, soft opening or something. And then the day before, let's just do what we just did when we said when we were open. You know, I think it's that perfectionist mindset that maybe I need to work on a little bit, but I just have it. I didn't want with experience being like the core foundation of like Little Denti. I didn't want someone from the community, a town that is very small to have a subpar experience. I didn't feel I was ready to provide it like even 90% on that first day. And we were still having supplies coming in on that Mm -hmm. first day, like all my profi paste, all my like stuff, like little things like that. I just simply didn't know if I was going to have. And that would have been so embarrassing to be like, hey, you're here for a cleaning, but I don't have the profi. Yeah. So it was like things like that, that I just didn't want to be like looking chaotic. If it was a family member that I was seeing, like for instance, my cousin and her two little kids like live here, I probably would have felt a little bit more comfortable because I can mess up and screw up and like sound awkward and it wouldn't be judged because I know she's going to come back to me. I just didn't want the pressure of, oh my God, I have to sell myself. I have to sell this office. I have to give a good experience while managing a first day. And it, it went by so quick. Like even though it was our first day, we were all so excited to like say we were officially open. When the phone was ringing, we were like, hi, we're able to like actually answer and like schedule someone versus you're on a wait list. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was just like, I think it worked for us. And it wasn't like we were super busy. I think during the three week, two and a half weeks, I guess you would say in um, February that we were open, I think we saw between 15 to 18 new patients. So my schedule wasn't like, I have six patients like every single day, blah, 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 blah. And I have to like close this schedule. It was like, I'm seeing one on two, one or two a, a day on average. It was fine. I don't regret the decision at all. It's odd, but yeah. I don't regret it. <laughs> it's different. Watch your cousin be like, I'm never going back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Actually funny. She's coming today. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is different. I like it though. Cause it feels like you take away the stress, but it's mm-hmm. interesting to think like, why don't we just tell ourselves that? But then I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like we put a bunch of pressure on the first day. Which is good yeah. and sometimes not good. I don't know. Yeah, I just felt way more relaxed on the second day. It was just like that pressure was gone. People, I was getting so many text messages from like my friends and family and I appreciate it, but it just added to the first day being a first day. Talk to us about that a little bit more. Like what are some things where you're like, this just added to the, it sounds nice, but I don't recommend people do this. I think like on social media, right, you are trying to promote your business. You're putting it out there that, yo, we're in the community. And then also on like my personal like page, hey, here's something I've been working on for like almost a year and a half. I can't believe the doors are finally open. I'm really proud of like how it's turned out. Love the support. Please follow us or just follow along for the journey, whatever it was. It led to, oh my God, congratulations. We're so happy for you. Blah, blah, blah. Text messages. We want to see the place. We want to do that. 
And meanwhile, I'm like scrambling back here trying to figure out how does my autoclave officially work? Because finally, like I got the solution for it. Things just as simple as that were stressing me out. And so the congratulations part was like, I loved it. I was so happy, but like I was so overwhelmed. Maybe I should have held off on posting on the first day (laughs) on my personal page. You posted it on the first day. Uh Yeah, yeah. Uh I think it was just like adding to I was so excited to say we were finally open. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like legally allowed to also because (laughs) of like my restricted covenant thing. So it was just, I don't know. I I was very proud. I've been like elated and like super excited to be able to share the news. So I totally did. I just didn't expect the outpour of support from friends and family. It's one thing to comment on your Instagram, but it's a whole different thing to get phone calls to like Mm -hmm. get text messages. And even on that day, one of my really, really close family friends, um, they live an hour away. They came with their kids just to say hi, which was beyond sweet. It was, I, you should have seen my jaw drop. I was like, what? I was sitting with Beatrice at the front and all of a sudden they walked through the door. I'm like, that guy looks familiar. And I was like, what the heck? They live in New Jersey. They don't oh, live really? in Jersey. Yeah. So last people to expect uh-huh. to see. And then they were here for a couple hours. So that I'm so glad I spent the time with them. But it was just all part of a really hectic, busy day. Yeah. Do you feel like you had to explain like, look, I didn't schedule people on purpose today because of the thing or you didn't do that? Yeah. I remember even my boyfriend was like, why? Uh, <laughs> it's like good. side glance, side glance. Side glance. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just sitting inside. It's like, do you have any patience? Or... No, that's good. I mean, it's good to know that. You know what I mean? Um, I guess how can we prevent that, though? Just not posting about it or what? I think for me and just the way I was operating, what I was feeling that day, Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't have. I think it just added to it. So I probably should have posted on the second day. But I just don't do well on any day that's given a lot of importance. I think it's just the way my mind works and how I've always operated. So I was just glad that to say that the first day was done and then cool, chill, walk in. I don't need to look dolled up. I don't need to do anything crazy. I can just kind of in my true form. (laughs) So then what were you feeling that day? On the first day? Yeah. I was so excited. Like my sleep was restless. Um, But I went to sleep so early the night before. I remember I was like, I'm going to stay here until like probably eight, nine o'clock, just making sure I can organize and all that stuff. And I just remember I was in my sterilization and I was trying to organize between this op room, sterilization, storage, like all of that stuff. And I just like kind of stared at it. It was like almost 6 p.m. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I have tomorrow. Why am I stressing myself out? It's not like it's going to change even the second day at this point. We got all the supplies. I know where things are. Just go home. So I went home, watched some TV. I think I fell asleep at 8.30 and I felt good. Then around like two o'clock, my mind started racing. I woke up and I was like, boom. Oh, I need to tell Beatrice this. Boom. Oh my God. Did we take care of this? Like it, it just started hitting me. And so two to six o'clock that morning I was just uh like I would sleep for 30 minutes wake up for 30 minutes sleep for 30 minutes and it was just it just shows even though I can try to de-stress myself there was just something about those words first day that was just making my mind go then after the first day I slept like a baby yeah (laughs) like I literally went home and I was so chill I was like relaxed I like watched some TV. I think it slept at like 1030, came in the next day and I was like, yo, what's up? How is everyone? Well, how are you, Beatrice? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just chilled, got my like trays ready for the patients that day and sat in my office and it was day two. Yeah. I never thought about that. Like the sleep that you lose the day before. 
Yeah. Right. Like thinking yeah. of did everything that caused you not to sleep well, did that move the needle or was that effective? Or were you like now thinking like, I don't even remember what it was. Half of it, I don't remember what it was. Not someone who keeps like a journal by me. Like, oh, you were like writing down on your phone? Like, no, I, I was trying to avoid the phone because I was trying to go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like look at it and see. I just didn't want to be on there. Um, also knowing myself, I would have swerved and gone to TikTok or something at two in the morning. <laughs> And then I really wouldn't have slept. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember I came in and I would just like randomly pop out to like the front desk and be like, "Yo, be dressed if we do this. Can you write this down for me? And then I'll go back. And then I'll like be like, wait, I think I thought of this last night. Can you go ahead and do this? So it came out like throughout the course of the day. But truthfully, all the stuff that like was popping in my brain at like two to five in the morning, none of it mattered. Yeah. I know. It feels like that stuff like matters. You're like, I need to. But you tell yourself, right, yeah. like, if, I, if I start writing this down, you don't even want to look at the time, actually, because you're like, I don't even want to. Yes. I don't even want to know. And I think I'm just person. and I think a lot of dentists are like this, but mm-hmm. personally for me, I hate going into something not feeling ready. I just don't like being unprepared. I don't like not knowing. And I think part of me was freaking out of like, maybe I don't know everything, which clearly I don't, but like. Maybe I don't know everything about like my software. Maybe I don't know how the x-ray works. Do I remember the training for the pano? What happens if a patient needs to come in tomorrow at an emergency and I don't know how to use a pano? And here I am like looking stupid in front of like mom or dad. It was just those sort of like, I think it was unpreparedness is probably Mm -hmm. the theme of my first day and like restlessness and all the anxiety that was like surrounding that first day. Yeah. For this daycare thing, for example, right? I could have easily, easily on Friday just sent an email and then just been like, hey, by the way, here's a presentation. I realized I forgot to attach it and probably sent it a few days later. I instead was like, nope, the email needs to be perfect. The presentation needs to be perfect. Like I want it sent out. It's just who I am. Yeah. In my mind, I was like, 72 hours isn't going to kill me. But I had to give myself a deadline. I was like, all right, you need to finish this by this certain time. Otherwise, your daycare is not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pre- preparation like that helps a ton. But I want to say like, Man, like this is just a number I'm pulling out of my butt, but like 90% of people like don't ever see like ground marketing or things like that successful because they never execute, right? They're just like, yeah. no, this is never going to work. I don't know. You know, I was making the email and then I just didn't do it because why would they? And then they make up like all these excuses in their own mind. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So and actually, it's funny that you're saying that because I think that's something I'm realizing about myself. I like admin work, I think it's where I thrive. However, I am realizing I have put so many admin tasks on myself that it's becoming overwhelming because of that pressure of I want to feel prepared. So for instance, what I'm trying to do for getting to know some of the local businesses as well as like my general dentists and anyone who might refer to me, mm-hmm. um, I've been trying to figure out like a creative way to say hello to them. I don't love the idea of just spending money on like some cupcakes and like sending yeah. it to them just like everyone does that. Spring is about to come. What is something I like? I love ice cream. So what is a way that I can kind of like incorporate all this? So I'm renting out an ice cream truck for a half a day and I'm going to go around to all of these businesses. I'll figure them out ahead of time, but we're going to drive around. I'm just going to drop off some tote bags, say hi. Even here in my, my building, as well as the next door building, there's probably like 15 businesses between the two of us. I'm sure some of those people have kids. Some of those people have dental insurance. So mm-hmm. if I can become that provider for them, that's awesome. And then it'll be cool. I'm the girl with the ice cream truck. Like I get that nickname. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's good. It fits. Yeah. And I like it. It's like spring into spring with like little dent to get the scoop on us. Like stupid little lingo, dent Mm -hmm. or ice cream lingo, right? 
but to send out that invitation, like putting an invite in my greeting was like some pressure I just kept putting on my mind. And I was like, I kept putting it off by almost a week about like sending out these like emails to like all these like businesses because I was so determined to have that invite attached to this email. And then when I was doing this whole daycare presentation, I was like, God, you know, we just like get all this stupid stuff done. Why are you putting so much pressure on yourself? So just did that along with the daycare presentation. And now I have it all ready to go. So there's a lot of sending that's going to be done after this chit chat. <laughs> you think it, maybe some of it's like fear of it not panning out the way you think you might pan out? I think I it no, it's truly like presentation for me. I just mm-hmm. I want to come off professional. I want to come across. We put thought and effort and care into what we're doing. And I feel I don't know if it's pressure, but I feel this like thought that constantly keeps coming back in my mind of are we doing things the little denty way, like my unique way, or are we doing it just for the sake of doing it? And like for me, those little details are really what makes that experience, even if it's just an email, a little bit different. And sometimes me focusing on those little details can get, I can get in my head and just keep unraveling myself. So I sometimes have to take a step back and be like, hey, chill out. You're judging yourself for not attaching that invite. You could easily have to invite like a week later being like, here's the official invite. But I think it's good though. I think it's good that you're putting in like the preparation work before that. You know what I mean? Because it heightens the chance of success, right? But if you just go out and start doing it, then you're, you got pressure, but you're doing it, but you got pressure now where you're like, yeah. crap, I got to like fix, do this, make it happen. Right. And then you have a deadline and you know, all this stuff. So totally, totally. But I'm glad that I'm figuring out like when I don't have patience, I'm locking myself now in my office and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. <laughs> you just on TikTok, you're like locking yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even right before you and I, I had a patient this morning and then mm-hmm. we had like, I think I had 45 minutes before I had to talk to you, did a reel. That was on my list. Yeah. I'm like, was supposed to do. I did the reel. I edited it, which is such a pain, by the way. Editing and reels? It literally two minutes like before you and I hopped on. Nice. What is it about? Oh, it was just like about, I think my theme for, so what I'm trying to also do is like not overthink this. I think sometimes it's just like fun to do whatever. So I think I just did some, I don't know where it came from, but I was just like randomly posing hoping like, okay, I'm sure there's a bullet point that will go here, a bullet point that will go here. I did some arch like this. I was like, I'll figure out what all of these point things are pointing to. There's so many topics that I could bring up that I'll figure it out. But I decided I was like, let me do something that's like such a common question. And it was like, why do baby teeth matter? They fall out anyway. And then I just did three very simple bullet points. I think I said speech, spacing and chewing. And then the arch turned into like our phone number. And then like at the bottom, I wrote come to little denty. So I'm hoping like I can boost that post or something like on Facebook or Instagram, depending on like the music sort of thing. But just something simple, educational, different, easy. I, yeah. I'm trying to tell myself I am posting one reel a week. A, it helps me be in front of the camera, but also like just informative stuff that maybe I can boost here and there and it'll be a little bit different. Okay, cool. I'll, are you on TikTok now too or no? Or is that you're just personal? I yourself? officially made my TikTok public. Have I posted on it? No. (laughs) But my TikTok, which does have some videos actually of like dental related things is definitely still on there. But now I have to create it. And I was like kind of kicking myself because I filmed the video that I was just explaining. Uh I did all those like actions and all those sounds on Instagram. And I was like, crap, I should have done this on TikTok because then I could have just downloaded it and put it onto Instagram. But whatever you live and you learn. You can screen record, right? Can't you? 
Screen record? Well, I don't know. I've done it from TikTok to Instagram. I've never done Instagram to TikTok. Oh, so I might have to just sort of see. Luckily, I didn't do anything that was to the beat of the music. So I could just have whatever I want. But yeah, yeah. get from there. Okay. So but yeah, that's a good goal. <laughs> gotcha. That's a good goal. That's a good goal. Yeah. Like to keep, you know what I mean? Maybe even mm-hmm. get Beatrice like in it a little bit, you know? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was trying to figure out like what she would feel comfortable with. I actually asked her as part of her task. I was like, come up with some real ideas because I want to see what she thinks of as someone who's not a dentist. But also that means maybe I could have her talk about it. I started having her talk to the patients about oral hygiene. So she learns a little bit about what to ask, how to respond to things. I have her stay in the room like when I'm talking about it also with patients and stuff. So maybe it's a topic that she can approach. Mm-hmm. That comes up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So then um, throughout the week that you were open, not just the first day, but that week, what okay. were some things that you're like, man, this went really bad? Insurance. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I worked with Unlock the PPO. I was, I believe, strategic with what we decided to be in network with mostly because my goal eventually is to be out of network or fee for service. But it led to some confusion about some things because so say there's 10 insurances that I decided with them that I'm going to be in network. I'm still in the process of being in network with some of these insurances. So people are calling. They're like, hey, we have Aetna. I'm not technically in network yet with Aetna, but I will be Mm -hmm. probably by their six-month cleaning. So I would be getting these phone calls, and I I was actually telling Beatrice, I'm like, can you tell them we're going to get back to them as soon as, like, we get in touch with Aetna? We just want to confirm so that there's no surprises for them. We made it all about sounding. Okay, we just want to make sure you don't have any issues when part of it was also because I didn't want to be in a fiasco where we told them the wrong thing. So we would find out, like, hey, Patients, because technically I'm still at a network, they would pay, have to pay like, I don't know, like 70 bucks or something like that. I didn't want that 70 bucks to be a reason why someone was not booking with me and why I couldn't have a lifetime patient. So then it was like, okay, how, how do we work this so that I can say we're going to honor the in-network fees because we will be in network by the time you're coming. So we just are currently still in line waiting for Aetna to approve our application. How do we handle X, Y, Z? So insurance was just like one of those really tough things. We open dental, like when you're going through those um, modules, make it seem it's so easy to submit a claim. Then we find out it's hard to submit a claim. Then we realize I need a like a dental exchange sort of thing uh-huh. where you can submit things like electronically. I didn't know I needed that. So I had to sign up for a dental exchange. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, hey, we can't check benefits. Oh, well, I need to add that service to my dental exchange. It's like little things like that, that it was like a learning curve. And insurance is just like a pain in the butt. Are you still dealing with it or no? Yeah, a little bit. With now, Aetna? I think I'm still technically not a network, but we're treating everything as if we are, like with the confirmed insurances. Mm-hmm. But it's also, for example, Delta Dental doesn't give me my fee schedule because I'm premier in Connecticut. And for some reason in the state, if you're a premier Delta Dental, you don't get like an official fee schedule. So what am I supposed to tell the parents about what their co-pays are? Do I go off of my UCR or I don't know even what I'm going to be getting back from Delta Dental. So then how do you talk to parents about it? How do I submit to Delta Dental? Delta Dental kept denying my claim, saying that the information wasn't matching. Then I had to call the rep. And then the rep is like a pain being like, I don't know. And so it's just like. Was he really like that or no? Yeah, literally. Her name is Kim. And if you work with her, Delta Dental in New Jersey, Connecticut, 
even unlock the PPO was like, I've never dealt with someone like this. What, what was, what was, what was so, so bad? So rude. She is so incredibly rude and condescending. Like whenever you talk to her and like, I learned that in my process through unlock the PPO with her. And I've had to send like a few firm emails. So I asked Beatrice, I was like, Hey, listen, me and this rep just don't have a good history. Do you mind being the person I can write the email out, but could you be that point of contact? <laughs> she was even rude to Beatrice and Beatrice is so kind. She's like always bubbly and like laughing. And then this, she was like, just so, did you even check this? Did you do this? It doesn't seem like it's a Delta dental problem. And it's like, no, ma'am. We literally have gone through dental exchange. We've gone through open dental. We've gone through all the loops that you've told us could be wrong. It seems to be a Delta dental problem. She's just so rude in the way that she talks. And anytime even Beatrice gets off the phone with her, she's like, oh. Wait, firm email that you sent. What's that look like? She, oh God, I'm like trying to remember. I just remember it was like, Oh, I was trying to get figure out how to get into Premiere. She was not giving us like the appropriate information. And whenever she was asking for the information, I just remember being extremely turned off to the point that I was almost not going to sign up with Delta Dental because of how rude and annoying she was being. And I find I think my firm email, this was like months ago, so it's hard for me to remember the exact details, mm-hmm. but it was basically around the thing of like your attitude is the reason that I'm not signing up with Delta Dental. Quite frankly, I think that you and I just don't seem to have very good like rapport between each other. It may be best that I move forward with a different rep or I just don't sign up with Delta Dental. And I'm happy to like discuss this with a manager of yours because I'm at the point that I need to talk to someone and I don't want it to be with you. Yeah. Well, can you do that? Can you switch reps? No. So she just got into her role like at that time, probably three to four months before then. So Unlock the PPO didn't even know that they had switched reps because they haven't had to deal with someone in that area in those few months. So they tried to set me up to talk to the rep that they knew. And they were like, we can't. She's technically in charge of that area. And she was the only one in charge. Wow. What's your last name? Manager. Kim. Kim, what's your last name? I think it's like Alborchio. Alberchio or something like that. Kim Alberchio from Delta Dental. Yeah. If someone else has had a better experience with her, like kudos to you. Maybe you could teach me your ways, but it just seems like me, Unlock the PPO, Beatrice, like all of us have just had such a pain in the butt with her experience with her, but the less I have to involve myself with her, the better. So has Unlock the PPO helped a ton with the insurance process or is it kind of confusing? Did they kind of like, I'm going to leave you off here and then now you feel alone or? Yes and no. So what they did is like when I hired Beatrice as Mm -hmm. part of like our training days, they had the almost two hour training session. They create like a box folder with you along with like your shared, basically what insurances you're in, where's the carrier status, like all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so they help navigate how to go through those folders, how to do X, Y, Z. After that, though, I could send them an email being, hey, I just got this insurance. I'm a little bit confused. They will consistently navigate you to that box. Mm -hmm. So they don't specifically like help with specific patient stuff. For instance, one of the Delta Dental claims were denied. I included them in an email because I couldn't figure out if it was an issue from the information we sent them or something like that. But they were like, this has patient information on it. We don't handle anything of the sort. Anytime I've been like, hey, my network with, I'm a little bit confused. Is Aetna one of the ones I agreed to because it's part of the Carrington umbrella and I'm hmm. like a little bit hard for me to read. Then they were like, we, they just keep directing me there and there's no phone number to call someone. So at times I feel alone, but then I somehow, as of now, have been figuring it out a little bit. Yeah. Are you, do you still have to pay them like a 
Monthly or no? Yeah. I paid, I think I paid like 6700 like at the beginning of the process, like mm-hmm. just for all of their services throughout my time with them. So in total, in total, they cost how much? 6700 mm-hmm. And that's for what? So Lisa is, I don't know if she's the founder or the owner, but she's like the head person. You have calls with her initially to talk about what are your future plans with this office? What do you want? Do you want to be in network with like tons of things? Do you want to hold back? This is how some of the stuff works. Do you know about umbrellas? So you have all these consistent calls with her as you're going through the process with your demographic reports and so on and so forth. Hey, we just heard back from like Carrington. Here's like the fees that they offered. Do you accept this? Do you not? So she kind of walks you through the process and is really great, honestly, about like these are your goals. This is aligned with your goal. Quite frankly, in my experience, like this has been like a very good fee schedule. I would accept this, even though they it might only be 2% of your population, but you're still getting closer to your UCR. So she was like fabulous, like during all mm-hmm. of that. And then once all the, they have people who submit all the paperwork, who deal with navigating and getting those fee schedules, the credentialing processes, all of that is done through them. And even right now, as I'm going and finishing off, like the remaining few insurances that I still have to be in network with, they are consistently updating in that box folder where my status is with all of these people. Okay. So they're well worth the money. And honestly, my, it's been a wonderful process. Part of me just wishes that I had the ability to pay maybe a few hundred for the year to be able to like get an hour each month to ask an insurance Mm -hmm. question. Like a monthly office hours kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jump on. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So then that's one thing that, or that's, Big thing that didn't go well that week. What was something that surprisingly went well where you're like, oh, interesting? I don't know. If this is technically going to be part of like just the office systems and stuff. There's two things. I was very surprised. This is odd, but like my sterilization is open. The patients love the sterilization room. It's really weird. And I like whenever they're like walking by, like they're just like, oh, that's so cute. What room is that? And I'm like, that's where I clean your instruments. <laughs> it's not the room. <laughs> Sorry, so clean I'm just a little bit surprised by that. Also by how many parents are like, oh my God, there's TVs on the walls. Wow. I'm like, is that not the standard? So those little like minute details, a little bit surprising. Yeah. But secondly, um, the response that we got about our social media, I think we only at this moment in time have 227 followers. So it's not like I have like thousands of followers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the people who have found us through like Instagram or connecting with us through there, their response to the feed has been like a little bit surprising because I wasn't sure if I liked it. This I, is when once you've already hired the or no, you haven't hired. Her. Yeah, I had hired her. OK. Right. And I wasn't sure if I was liking what she was doing. Um, initially it seemed a little bit like clip art E, but animated, then people were just like really responsive to it. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll see where it could go. And now it's like, people are like, whenever we're hearing how they found us, oh, your Instagram is so cute. We're coming, blah, blah, blah. And like, even the few people that have come from the pediatric therapy group, like when they're bringing their kids there, they see our office. They were like, oh yeah, we looked you guys up. Like you guys are so cute, blah, blah, blah. So I think I'm just like shocked a little bit at that like it wasn't what I expected especially because mm-hmm. I haven't posted like anything educational I think I've only put one patient up there so far a lot of the stuff is like stories at the moment because mm-hmm. I would love to post for example like the cute kid who took his goodie bag yesterday but like I have to wait for my social media girl to be the one to post it uh-huh. so it's like little things like that and then this is not in that first week but speaking on social media mm-hmm. one of the 
I think one of the main questions I keep on getting is like, are you in network with so-and-so insurance? I asked her to create a post of saying what we're currently in network with. And like, we got some, I got some, I'm managing like the DMs on that. I got some people saying, oh my God, this is so helpful. Thank you. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I helped. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that about P. I know like in senior homes, when people go to senior homes, you know how you have to do a presentation. Yeah. People are like, I'm going to do a presentation about implants and all that stuff. But the best thing you can do is just let's do a Q&A and then you'll notice everybody asks about insurance. Everybody. So I guess same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I mentioned, since the giveaway, I think we got like 20 new followers, which not tons, right? But it seems to be a topic that people are curious about because on my website, I purposely have held off on any sort of insurance form or insurance tab only because I'm still waiting to be in network and it's consistently changing. So I wanted to wait like a couple of months before I officially put up what I was with. So I was like, you know what? Let me take advantage of these like new followers, people who are calling and everything. So I put up our membership plan for like Little Denti if you don't have insurance, as well as now what we're in network with. So I pinned them to like the top of like our Instagram page so people can just like immediately go there if they're like curious. Has anybody ever said anything about your website? Um, No, not actually. Not really. I get form submissions through there. So I'm mm. assuming that's probably 90% of how I get most patients. So people have definitely seen it, but no one's like commented on it. But I've gotten actually through a lot of people have connected with me on my Instagram, Dr. Naomi Sidani, and they've DM'd me saying that they really like the website and they've asked for Josh's like information. Who did your website? Josh Hampson. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was another Josh. I was like, I thought it was another. Okay, cool. That's awesome. I was just, I was just wondering. Okay, so that's the best and the worst thing. What's something you wish you're like, looking back, if I had my first week, I would do this differently besides insurance, right? But besides that, I think I wish I promoted myself in the first day a little bit better. That was something I was a little bit disappointed by. I think part of it was because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to open. Like literally the inspector Mm -hmm. signed off on our temporary like CO like 36 hours before opening day. So I felt anxious about putting out February 8th, February 8th. If it wasn't going to happen, I would have felt really embarrassed. I just wish the week before I took full advantage and planned out something a little bit better, whether it was like giveaways, whether it was like content a little bit more, showing how the office has changed over the past six months and like dedicated myself to like creating content around it. I kind of regret it because it would have been a really, really cool opportunity. So creating the content basically, right? Content, but like also just, I don't think I did a good job about promoting opening, not even day, but just that we're opening. How would you do it now? How would you promote it? I'm not, I've thought about this. I, I just kind of wish like maybe there was like a countdown on like our social medias, whether it was like not video per se, where it was like a professional video, but just like our journey to opening day, just getting people like more interested in us. I just wish I kind of showed the intimacy of Little Denty a little bit more. Versus just like putting up a sign and blasting that as an ad saying, hey, we're going to be opening February 8th. I just kind of wish I had taken advantage of that time to make it seem like Little Denty was here where you should feel comfortable and welcome to come to us. Look, five-day countdown, four-day countdown, three-day countdown, like things like that. I just sort of wish I did a little bit better. It would have been pretty cool. Like everybody's like, yeah. oh my God, it's going to open kind of thing. But I think that would have brought more pressure on that first day where you're like, this Absolutely. is it. I still wouldn't have booked anyone on February 8th. Let's be real. But <laughs> I'm so jam-packed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have just said, oh, sorry, it's full. Yeah. Um, but I do, I just kind of wish I, it would have 
still bled into the ninth and the tenth, right? That Thursday and Friday that of that week. I just sort of wish I took it more advantage of that time. Now I'm just I feel like I'm playing catch up a little bit. What if you did that now? What if you did that, but not about opening? Something similar though. You know, talking about where you had a countdown, like make it exciting, something about like spring is about a I don't know. The ice cream truck was kind of like a fun, unique thing for me. And I was realizing as I was like looking up um, when they're going to be back in business, they're Mm -hmm. not in business right now. So I had no choice but to push out that idea until the end of this month or beginning of April, Mm -hmm. which is also great because it gives me time to do like make sure the office is actually open on this day. Can I come between these chunks of time and just have your employees come out and grab an ice cream and say hi? Mm -hmm. Like those little things I wanted create a countdown towards an event like that. Like I have a massive parking lot. I know you can't really see it behind these windows, but there's like a massive parking lot back here. You see cars passing by, but. Yeah, yeah. There's like highways, but. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can see it. Yeah. And that wraps around the entire building. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of parking. Is there a way that I could be like, hey, like maybe if I know Darian's school schedule is off, come by and say hi, grab an ice cream, have the kids come by. Like, I think that would be actually a really fun countdown. Spring break's going to be coming in. I think mid-April here. Yeah. So maybe I could do something along those lines. Oh, like a field trip? Oh, I would totally do that, but I you just know, don't know I'm allowed to or there would be like liability <laughs> No, yeah, like you contact the kid, the school, you know what I mean? And then they yeah, like yeah. obviously set it up. You don't have to. Yeah, the problem here is that like kids A are so busy. It is a number one school district, but B mm-hmm. also this is the patient population that travels whenever they get a break. So it's not like they're always like around, but I think it would just be neat to create. There's even like right down the street is like mini golf and bowling. So like just sponsoring something or something of that sort. I just think having like activities is more fun than like food half the time for kids. So yeah. What's the medium household income for Darian right now? Um, Well, Darian specifically is one of the wealthiest. I don't know the income, but like the average price home here is 1.7. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I like even some of these patients, when we've like looked up their addresses, I see $5 million homes and I'm like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. That, I was, I was wondering like, what's your, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thing on how you're going to market. I think that would be fan. I think it would be nice. I'm realizing experiences speak more here than money. Mm-hmm. Being able to offer like something like the ice cream truck or a mini like activity day, like patients of ours, here's, you know, a $25 card, go enjoy your day with the family, yeah. thing like that. They appreciate those experiences versus, hey, refer a patient, you get $25 off. They'll be like, I don't give a crap about $25. No yeah. one's bar with any of the copays or anything here has blinked an eye. They're like, oh, it's $69 here. Okay. And we're like, oh, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly, that's good. Like if I were you, like, and, and Beatrice, like go with that. Because you're just going to put barriers. You're going to be, and you're telling me, like, it's $69. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're like, oh, you're not going to pay $69? Really? Kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, we will. Type of thing. And then. You're so right about that. It's actually, that's a language that we've been, like, trying to script out. So we use text message a lot through Casper. Um, So me and her have been, like, kind of, like, working on, like, it's like, you know, we get a third person or someone else at the front. I want them to have that same foundation and like language that we use to be I want it implemented in our third person and we were saying things like we're very I transparency is massive to me I'm the type of person you don't just tell me that I owe like $70 I want to know why I owe $70 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like for instance we just had a patient today 
that we were talking with, we were like, hey, we got back from your insurance. They cover 75%, which means, and what's great about it is you don't owe any co-pays for any cleanings or anything like that. The tw- only 25% that you would owe is $70. If you have any questions, just let us know. But this is really great. Smiley face. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that is great. Awesome. Yeah, we'll book. Are you free next week? So we're getting those responses when we're breaking it down. And then even in our reviews, I think one person specifically has mentioned like our transparency and our communication, which makes me extremely happy because that was so important to me. So they're not blinking an eye when I'm explaining. So I'm going to keep it up. But then if they do blink an eye, I'm going to be like, well, you realize this is a really good benefit, right? Yeah. This doesn't seem to be an issue for others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, you're gonna get maybe like one, a couple people right who do have that really like blink eyes, but like don't base everything off of them, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, just, like, oh, yeah. I just I'll just say, oh, I know it's annoying, right? Like other parents have had to deal with it too, but it doesn't seem to be a barrier. And they'll be like, oh, okay, I want to do what everyone else is doing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just kind of be like, yeah, what? like it's like no big deal, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like I don't know, it shouldn't be a big deal, especially if they're. I mean, for your where you're at. Yeah. I think like, luckily, because I'm in network, like I'm not out of network yet with a possible recession and stuff. People are appreciating what we're creating with any sort of financial value, like for them, $60 for what they're getting here. They're enjoying it. When they come, they're seeing where their $60 is going. They're like, oh, this place is worth it. And that was like the whole goal, like how I designed this practice and like I'm trying to brand it. I'm curious what's going to happen in the future if we ever go out of network. But for now, it's working. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So then what's next? So I think I've really been trying to hone in on like community networking a lot right now, like not just at daycares and preschools, but with like local businesses. Like I think kind of what we spoke about last time about connecting, you never know, for example, Bar Method has kids that they would want to bring here. Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of like creating those like relationships and getting our name out in the community. So the ice cream day with the local businesses Hopefully I can either translate that to my patients or like other kids or create like some more experiences. That's like a big one. And then I kind of want the time that for the next six months, like break down a theme for each month. I'm going to use the month of September. Month of September is very slow. How do we take advantage of that time? That first, the other room that I showed you that had the wallpaper, that's going to be our infant room. So I think you even talk about this with Manal in the pediatric dental marketing course, but I think it's Manil who's in it. Or you brought on yeah, Manil. Manil, Manil in it. Yeah, yeah. Making that baby month. So yeah. like mm-hmm. what is the prep that's gonna be involved in like baby month? And like hopefully by then the infant room will be ready by then. Hopefully I'll finish my phrenectomy course and like can offer that service or something of that nature. How do I plan for that? Because I think one of the things that I've been struggling with, as you might be hearing from my story, is that there doesn't seem to be enough time to plan for something that might be a week or two out. So Mm. I think I want to take advantage of like summer's almost ending. I want to plan things out a little bit better. So like, how do I plan for September? When do we start doing this? That way I don't feel rushed. How do I plan for August, which should be my busiest month before the kids get in school? Kind of like people talk about dental insurance ending in December. Why don't we say your kid's free time is going to be ending? So how do I use the words and market that message out during the summer? So a little like that. Um, I really just want to sit down and give myself that time because I just don't think I'm doing that for myself and I don't want to hurt this practice, but I think it could just benefit it. Yeah, no, that's good. Dude, if you can like plan out, plan out as far ahead as you can, right? Obviously things will change, but like 
it'll be easier to know like if things don't change or things have to pivot you're already kind of set in some things right that way you don't have downtime you're just not oh my god i should plan something and i should have done this so as far out as you a year two years three years from now right and then if you can like mentor once said plan out years in advance times that you want to take to plan out you know what i mean so like take a week because you're not going to have that anymore dude a year from now you know what i mean like (laughs) the time that you have now it's gonna like run out that's why it's partly why i'm also being like ocd about some of these like PDF files that I'm like, for example, the invite and like presentations to send to the school. Cause my goal is to not be having this free time, right? Mm-hmm. If I have it right now, let me take advantage. But like this, I'm doing this so that I can get busier. And so I don't have the time to put towards these things. But like you brought up earlier, what is something I regret? Instantly just thought of something as you said that completely did not take advantage of February's children's oral care month. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm yeah. a pediatric yeah. dental office, but I was so focused on my opening. That I didn't promote it. There was like a lost opportunity. Yesterday was National Dentist Day. Hello, I didn't even promote myself. And then I think the rest of this week is Dental Assistant Week. And like Beatrice should be like posted about and stuff like that. But like I didn't give myself time because I have been so going wild with like just my day to day that I'm not looking ahead. But these are such like these little silly things. I mean, I'm not expecting a cake on National Dentist Day or something, but like it could have been (laughs) something silly to put out there, like plan ahead of time for something like that. So I'm just, I want to give myself the time to see what is coming up in April, what's coming up in May, what is something that's coming up in June, come up with some themes and just go ham on it. Yeah. Ham and bacon. Got it. Yeah. All right. All right. Sounds good. So then sign us out. First off, before I do a sign off, if anyone has any themes for April or May. Let me know. Let me know. I'm Hindu, so I don't celebrate Easter. So I just bought Easter eggs. I don't even know what the heck to do with Easter. So I know that's coming in April. But like, if there's any other themes or suggestions, please DM me or like at my office's page. Um, you can DM DM me at uh, Dr. Naomi Sadani. But the office is little denty smile. So on either of them, if you have any theme ideas, let me know, or maybe we can bounce some stuff off of each other. But otherwise, this is the making of Little Denty.